wow after hearing those audio tests it finally sounds like an actual podcast guess what baby we're back the joust and ethan show your favorite podcast that no one ever listened to but guess what we're better than ever and you're gonna listen to us this time or we will find you and punch yeah we we did have zero listeners on every episode other than our first two episodes ever and that is true we are um i i don't know what i can say but we're back we're in the kaleidoscope studio we got better mics we got better equipment i actually know how to run audio and yeah. we're gonna chat about stuff to entertain ourselves and some poor souls are gonna have to listen to it to boost our egos and our instagram followers ethan's richer he has better materials we have more interesting lives now i guess so we have more things to talk about um less you know unstructured conversations because we actually have some sort of I've got a, now i've got a paper right in front of me and it's going to tell me every little thing we're doing i got the whole show kind of like planned out i don't it's know like a, like a little brief structure what's that what's that first point ethan what's up with you josh oh Where yeah. are you now is that band kid yep yeah okay so i'm kind of a kind of, okay i'm a band kid but i'm not because i like i'm in band I behave like a lot of the people in my band in that we are childish and um, often cringe at times, but I don't like considering myself a band kid because I feel like there's a stigma behind them of being like, oh, do you watch One Piece and doing T-poses? But I'm not like that, I swear I'm not. (laughs) But yeah. Have you seen One Piece? No. No. Oh God. Isn't One Piece like eleven seasons long? I have no idea. What, like I've never seen it. Like, it, I, I feel like, um, like when I've hear, heard people talk about One Piece, I think it's one of those shows where it's like it's been going on forever, and like all the episodes are super long, and it's just one of those shows where if you get into it, it's gonna take forever to watch. Oh, so it's like Grey's Anatomy or something. Yeah, but. I would say more like shameless because they went on for 11 seasons and every episode was like 30 to 45 minutes. I think I would die if that happens. I binge watched, I binge watched season one to season 10 of shameless sophomore year instead of going, instead of, uh, doing school. <laughs> so that's probably why my grades looked like that last year, but <laughs> we should, um, this is speaking of the, I don't know if you saw, but I know we both watched Cobra Kai. The news just came out. I didn't watch the last season. I'm going to be honest, once you watch it, we can review it. I think that it was fun, but I think season five is going to be absolute garbage. Like, I think it's going to be delicious garbage, but I, I think they're taking the show on for too long. I think it's, I think it's too much. I, I, think, I think YouTube did good with Cobra Kai and the Netflix got it, and they're like, how do we make this less good? Yeah, but also to be fair, YouTube would have canceled it after two seasons. That is true. So I it's like, it's, would you rather have a lot of a mid thing? Or a little of a good thing. That's true. I don't know. Because I don't know how successful YouTube TV even is. Like their originals. I have no idea. I think it probably depends. But I, it is what it is. I think that is the only like YouTube original show that is like... That was like globally... Yeah, most known. of them are just like YouTube paid content. Yeah. And you can also see like once Netflix bought it and put it on there, so many more people watched it. And, like, all the cast got, like, a million Instagram followers from it and stuff. Yeah. Like, Except for Peyton List, because she was on Jesse, so she was already famous. Got that Jesse clout. Yeah. Honestly, 
I could see us rewatching and reviewing Jesse episode by episode. <laughs> you know what? That's a great idea. I think he loved that show. I did too. I used to love that show. I th- I used to think that Zuri was really annoying. I hated Zuri. I thought you were say really hot, and I was like, bro, she's nine. No, but Sky Jackson is was doxed. I don't know if she deserved that or not because I don't know. I think she was like being a keyboard warrior on Twitter, and people doxed her. So I don't Do know. Do you see the dream docs where it's like the Walter White like Barry King thing? <laughs> I don't, I don't see, I don't trust Twitter docs as like, like, for ma- uh, like people who don't show their face. No, I doubt they're accurate. I just find it funny that someone like put a docs of him or a supposed docs in the yeah. Walter White thing. I thought it was more messed up that he was docs supposedly. And then people were like, oh, I thought he was going to be hot. It's like, really? <laughs> like he, he's like a top level gamer. What did you yeah. expect from him? <laughs> like I hate dream now. He's not sexy. What do you guys think of um, dreams music? Uh, that's not music. <laughs> I my favorite part is I read his Spotify bio when it, the first song came out. And it was like after fans expressed a want for Dream to release music. I was like, who ex- who asked for this? Who was like, Dream? Yeah. You're good at Minecraft and you're a funny guy. Do you make music? Make me some music, Dream. From now on, every time I see a YouTuber that's doing well, I'm gonna be like, this guy's got to make music. Man. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Beast needs an album now. <laughs> Mr. Beast x Technoboid. I'm not gonna lie though. If Mr. Beast did come out with an album, I would listen. I would listen to it on repeat. I can't say I listen to it on repeat, but I would listen to it. I um, I think that it's time to announce something that, as influencers with zero listeners, and me with a band that like just came onto the Chicago Underground, and we each have like what a hundred Instagram followers. I think uh, we should announce yeah, that know. we're such important influencers that people are requesting for us to release music. So, well, I I know they're requesting you to release music. But... No, no, no. We are dropping Joshua's hit single. Oh, I know what this. He is. has an under. I'm not gonna say the name yet, but he has an underground rap tune that privately is a major success, and we're gonna get him in the studio and we're gonna record it. And we're gonna drop it. Hey, when when. I performed the live uh, original performance of this song. The people on the Discord call who heard it absolutely loved people it. People had to go on mute. They were cheering so loud. It was throwing him off. Yeah. This man did it with delay on. Like, we were playing the backing track through my side, and he rapped to <laughs> the delay and offset it. I remember it was, that. It was honestly probably a top 10 performance. You know how, like, at the Grammys, they have that rap vocal performance, and he gave it to, like, Kendrick Lamar and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I think next year it's you. Yeah, I think so too. I just, I don't see our fans want you to release music, just like Dreams fans want you to release music. I will be at Lollapalooza music. next year. You will be? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I would hope to, but honestly, we'll probably be playing like early in the day for like a couple people. Yeah. And like, we'll be kind of unknown. So that's okay. Cause like, it takes time to build up to number one. Yeah, of course. But like, I just hope that when you, sorry, when you get your headlining spot, you can um look out for me. And, um, don't worry, Ethan. On there. When I when I go on my world tour, you the kaleidoscopes will be my opening act. Okay? Thank you. I, I really appreciate it, man. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of the kaleidoscopes, we just have to get the shameless plug in. Go listen to my band. We have a record out on Spotify and Apple Music. The yeah. kaleidoscopes. The thing. link will be in the bio of the podcast because I'm gonna figure out how to do that. But Operation Rich and Famous. Operation Give- colon Rich 
Yeah. And the what's the thing? Ampersands. Ampersands. Yeah. Give us money. Also, let's like make you know what? Just like how our fans requested that you release music. Mm-hmm. I think our fans want merch. So we're gonna make merch. It's two K dollars a shirt. Um <laughs> and buy it. Um I think we should ups up upsell that. I think it should be three thousand dollars. No, but that's like for the resellers to do. That yeah, that's true. We got, we gotta create a secondary We're market. We're like the young bucks. We always buy on resale. Yeah. We always like when we get the heat, we gotta buy the reseller prices. Like yeah. paying market value, like that's I'm gonna be honest, that's for poor. Whenever I see tickets on sale for anything, I always wait till they're sold out so I can go on eBay and buy them for ten times the price. That's right. And then speaking of tickets, you were just at a movie today. Well, yesterday I was at last yesterday, night. and you want to mention something about it? Yeah, so I went to go see. Okay, for, well, actually, I should talk about. I also saw Sonic two a few weeks ago. Oh my god, I haven't I, seen it yet. I won't say any. I is won't Sonic say as much. hot as he looks in the trailers. Oh, uh, absolutely. All I'll say about that movie is this: number one, the only th- enjoyable thing about that movie is that Idris Elba is Knuckles. Uh, wait, Idris Elba is Knuckles? Yes, that's oh the only god. good thing about the movie. Uh, number two, Sonic and Tails opened a portal to Siberia and they went into this Russian bar and, uh, he challenged them to a dance battle and he was like, the guy had like a, like a tattoo of himself on his chest and they were doing, he was doing like Russian folk dancing to Russian folk music and Sonic and Tails were like losing. They're like, Oh my God, we're going to lose against this guy. And then they turned on Uptown Funk (laughs) And then they danced so hard that they knocked him out. And that was like a real legit scene Wait, in that movie. He got knocked out via their dance. Yes. The like Ru- of embarrassment or did like they kick him mid dance? No, like, like the Russian guy with the tattoo of himself on his chest was like so astonished by their incredible dance moves to Uptown Funk that he was like, he passed out or something. And then Sonic went Super Saiyan at the end. But just watch the movie, or or don't. Just wait till it go. Don't waste your money on it. <laughs> I'll pirate it. Don't don't give your money to AMC to watch Sonic Two. You should give your money to AMC if you're gonna go watch uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That was a good movie. You like it? I, I feel like it. I'm gonna hate it. But I watched I it. It was pretty good. Some it was filmed really weird though. Like some of the editing, editing, and like some of the uh, camera angles and shots. It almost seemed like it was like an indie film. I heard it felt like fifty percent Sam Raimi and fifty percent like Marvel trying to take over. Yeah, it was it was really weird. Some of the like, like the when they would cut away to different uh parts like different uh people, like when they would cut from Wanda to to Strange, it was like it was just edited kind of weird. But other than that, it was a decent movie. I thought the especially towards the end. I won't spoil anything. Uh, some of the CGI stuff was pretty awesome, but um. Cool. Once I, don't, I see it, we'll review it. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to talk about that though. Well, I did, but what I really wanted to talk about was before the movie started playing, there was an exclusive theater-only trailer for Avatar 2, which they've been trying to release for like the past 10 years or something like that. Is it live action? It it is live action. Um not like not like Blast Airbender Avatar. I'm talking about the blue people. Oh, like wait, James Cameron. I thought you were talking about the wait. There's an actually an Avatar too. Yes. Okay, I'm in. So that's what my mom thought too. I told her, oh, the Avatar, and they're like, oh, already? I thought they're no. The blue people 
They're finally making the second movie. I cannot describe to you how hot the blue people are. I am so excited. Here's right the now. deal, though. I, upon, upon uh, reevaluating the plot and refamiliarizing myself with the plot of the first movie, uh, because let's be honest, why on earth was it the high, is it is it still currently the highest grossing movie of all time when nobody remembers a single thing about it? Anyway. I had to refamiliarize myself with the movie. And this like I don't know what this movie that movie was trying to do. Like obviously the Navi, the blue alien people were supposed to be Native Americans. Like they were supposed to like represent the the movie was supposed Their to name represent even like, sounded like it, yeah. Yeah, like the movie was supposed to be like oh uh the military is uh European colonists and the Navi are the natives of New World. Why on earth did the white guy turn into the blue people and then became their leader? What message is that? Wait, he became their leader? Yes, at the end of the movie, he became their king or whatever. I thought that he just like became a part of their society. No, he became their ruler because oh, wait, he, he helped... married the princess, right? Yeah, and then he helped them defeat the, the, the US military and he became their king or something. Like, what message is that? So what's, like, part two? They all die off due to disease from him? They get, like, COVID or something. Why is there... That's sad, because, like, the second one feels like it's just gonna be them dying now. Yeah, it's just, um... It's gonna be them, uh, trying to get... It's gonna be the U.S. military trying to inhabit their planet, and But them, this time he's chosen a side. Yes. Um... Well, I would assume. So why why is it taking ten years to release it? Like, did they not film it? I was think it I think it was just a mixture of uh, James Cameron trying to do special CGI stuff that was too advanced for the time, and it was just taking forever. Oh, okay. Because it was supposed to come out like years ago, and they, yeah. they just kept pushing it back. I don't know if it'll be bigger or smaller now, but I, that's so baffling to me. Like that ending, and then like, where's the room for a second one? It feels like it'd been nice and self-contained. I think it was just, it, it was such a uh, highly anticipated movie. I just hit the mic. I don't know if I did anything. It's fine. Um, it was such a highly anticipated movie back when it came out in like 2009 or whenever. Just because um, like in the trailers, it was like really obvious, like the visuals and CGI and special effects of the movie were just going to be like nothing like what was seen before in movies. And I think that's why there was just such a big draw to it and why a lot of people went to go see it. But I don't see how it'll be as big as it was last time, this time. Just yeah. because that type of, of special effects is like kind of a given in movies like that these days. Yeah, they kind of depend on the budget at this point. Like if you have a low budget, it's going to look kind of trash. But if you have a high budget, it'll look good. Yeah. Like if you're doing a sci-fi or fantasy movie, um, at this point now, it's like a pretty big component of the quality of the film. If of like If the animation and CGI doesn't look good, then the movie will be off. Yeah. No, that's um, that's interesting. I really thought you meant like the last Airbender. No, well, they are making a live action Netflix series. Wasn't were, wasn't the live action movie like awful though? Well, M Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, he directed the original or the the first movie, the live action one, or well, the only one really, uh, in like 2011, and it was so bad because, uh, Aang and Katara were white people. Even though they're supposed to be like Pacific Islanders, why did Native why American. did they cast white people? I, I don't know. 
um, Aang, his name was Ong. Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, Zuko is canonically supposed to be Japanese. They made him like Pakistani Indian. I was like, there's no political reasons for that. Like, I get trying to have a diverse cast, but the original show is about Asian characters and Pacific Islander, Alaska Native guys. People. Squid Game would have been better with more white people. Hear me out. <laughs> I think the next Squid Game needs to have a Saudi Arabian character. It's going to happen in Canada. <laughs> it's going to be Saudi Arabians, French people, and Americans all yes. fighting in Canada. And here's a twist. It's poor people watching rich people die for entertainment. Yes. That's right. Um, and it's going to symbolize uh, Western capitalism. Anyway. Delicious. Um, but yeah, I saw the trailer. I was like, no way. They actually made the movie because at this point, I'm like, there's no way they're coming out with that movie. At this so point. what's the trailer look like? Like, what can you tell us? It's just, it's, it was kind of like a teaser trailer where it wasn't really giving too much away about what it's going to be about. They were just showing... But were there, like, um, white people invading again? They did show mil military stuff again. Okay. But most of it was just the blue guys flying around on their little birds with the... With the where they put the, their hair in their tail. The hair in the hair, yeah. yeah. I think, um... I think that the next movie should actually be a romantic thriller where I the military so. shows up and the blue guy weaves his blue princess for a man in the U.S. military. Yeah. And it's about how they get peaceful and they, like, decorate all the military vehicles with, like, vines and stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, a weird, like, steampunk jungle society. And then the two of them just kind of, like, make out and cuddle. And then there's, like, romantic tension and that's the plot of the movie. I and think it should then, be a rom-com. Yeah, and then they, uh, they end up, like, mating and, like, they live in a combined society and all the children are, like, really tall and have like the regular like the the magic hair of the navi people but they just look like regular humans so they're like a tiny bit blue like yeah. the tightest tinge and then they have tails yeah so they just look like uh like everyone in the nba but with tails and kind of blue <laughs> <laughs> and then they start a basketball association and whatever this new interbred species is like a new species, you know? Yeah. So then there's a spinoff show about how some of them come back to Earth because they like to travel both ways. And when they end up in Earth, it's like, I forget, like, did they put them a sweeper freeze? Like, is it a multi-year journey or something? Uh, or it's just a couple of months? I, th I don't remember, but I do remember they put them in like the, like the little animus yeah. pod. For hopefully, hopefully it's not like a hundred year journey or decade long journey. And hopefully it's just like a year. Because I think that way you have the potential for some of this new species where like they're like that and they can jump really high in Earth and all that stuff, go back to Earth because they kind of want to share their culture and intermingle. And then the idea would be that they come into the NBA and there's whole like a kind of um, species relations there. And it's like, these guys are kind of OP in the NBA. Should they have their own NBA? Yeah, I think like, so. can we have these two species compete? And then you have like LeBron... And like um, DeRozan and they can they Anthony can do Davis. like they could do what they did with the last um, uh, the last Space Jam movie, but instead it's Avatar. Yeah, and like Rudy Gobert <laughs> just gets absolutely body check checked by some random blue guy. Yeah, and then like you see who's like a good big man in the NBA. Shaq is the only one that comes. Well, to like means one who's like modern. Oh, um, 
Jokic is like under the hoop and one of the blue dudes goes to dunk on him and they just like squish him and snap his back in half <laughs> and he's dead and then there's like lawsuits against the plan listen I think that people think we're joking and we are but I think it would be really I don't see what the point of Avatar 2 is unless you talk about the relations inside of a peaceful society between two different species because I don't mm-hmm. really see the point of just doing another battle over the planet yeah. So I think it'd be really interesting to said, send some interbred, bi-species, blue and white, weird, Navi human mixes back and they play in the NBA. So instead of it being the Revolutionary War for the Navi people, it'll be the Civil War for the Navi people. But it'll be on Earth. That's a real twist. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine like a bunch of like nine foot tall people walking around in normal, <laughs> like in normal human stuff? Like that would be... That'd that's, be pretty intense. That's what I imagine my dad feels like when, because he works for the Bulls. When he's like backstage and he just sees like Zach Levine walking by, he's like 87 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, please stay, Zach. Please. Yeah. Um, All right. But yeah. Now, uh, please remember, go to patreon.com slash Josh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's photos of us cuddling on the couch down here. Yeah. All right. Um, Now we've got kind of a big deal. Um, out of our zero listeners, all zero of you from previous episodes, you may remember we talked about wrestling a lot because it's a shared passion of ours. And we have been in contact with quite the superstar, arguably the biggest superstar in the history of wrestling. Yeah. Without him, Vince McMahon doesn't exist. Chris Jericho doesn't exist. AW and WWE don't exist. Yeah. It's the meat sauce god, Lord Virgil. And, and keep in mind, this is something we've been trying to work for for quite a bit of time. And when we brought the podcast back, it was like, <clears throat> listen, we got to reach out to Virgil. So I DM'd him. He hasn't responded yet, but he liked a lot of our messages. Mm-hmm. And the basic premise is we just want to know how much we need to pay him. Because, listen, Virgil's a guy who, he's rich. He's got a lot of money. He's doing very well. Oh, yeah. But he deserves even more. Because, like I said, like, modern wrestling is, I don't know, $2 billion business or whatever globally. None of that really exists without him. It would still be a territorial yeah. business. So. We're in talks with Virgil. Hopefully he hears this. Um, and yeah, but we're going to um, we're going to pay Virgil as much money as he needs because he deserves it. You know, as you deserve a chance. No, Virgil deserves it. Yeah. And we're going to get him on the podcast and we're going to talk to him about what it was like kind of teaching Vince McMahon everything he knows. I already want I already know the title of the episode that Virgil's going to be on. It's going to be called Meat Sauce Mania. Yeah. Also, he has a mobile video game. Do you know the name of it? I, I beat it. I, the, I beat it on the day it came came out, so I forget the name of it. It's Meat Sauce Madness or something. But go buy it and support that. him. Also, if you have his Instagram, you can message him. There's ways just pay him. Just give him all your money. Every, I didn't know. I didn't know he had a mobile game. Yeah, he has a mobile game. I put. I bought it and I beat it first day. I honestly wish that I could have paid like ten times as much because three dollars is way too cheap for a mobile game by Virgil because he's the goat. What is the game? I'll have to look it up and show it to you where, but maybe next week we do a live playthrough of it. Meat, yeah, Meat Sauce Madness. Meat Sauce Madness. Let me see if it's on the <laughs> Apple Store. Yeah. No, we'll, um, we'll do a playthrough next week. And then kind of transitioning, we'll do some quick hits on wrestling. We know that out of our um, wide viewership of zero listeners, a lot of people don't like wrestling of all zero of you. We'll so try to keep that to a minute. So we're going to try to keep it to a minute. But there are some things we have to talk about. Forbidden Door, New Japan, AEW. I got seats that were way up in the nosebleeds, but got them. Dad so, 
apparently there was a pre-sale Thursday that they never announced. Yeah, and, my dad was in that. That's how he got them. Well, so we didn't know there was a pre-sale. So apparently, like more than half of the tickets sold out on Thursday. So by the time they actually like officially, there were only three K left when they went live. Yeah, yeah there was a, yeah. So um, and the ones when my dad finally got his because you had to be in the waiting room to get tickets. By the time he already got like the only tickets that were on sale were like already on, like on the floor and like around the ring, which were like nine hundred bucks a piece, and he was not going to pay for that. No, it's fair. so what we're hoping is what they did for all out was uh. Since the seats sold out and they realized they still had room, they opened up. Um, uh, they opened up seats by where the curtains are on to the side of the stage. Yeah. So we're hoping they do something like that for Forbidden Door because that's like, oh my god, that's something yeah. you can't miss. No, I hope it works out. And then I think the other wrestling thing we wanted to hit on was CM Punk and Hangman Page. I think we each have strong opinions here, and we might disagree. I, you want to you go first? I was going to say, I kind of wish they didn't do this. No, I like that they did it, but I was talking about like who's going to win. I Here's what I think. I think they shouldn't have done this the way they did it and when they did it. I think, yeah, Punk has been here for almost a year now. Uh, and he's like, he's every match he has, is better than the last one. Like his last match with, I think it was Penta was like absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, so he's getting better and better every time. I still don't think though that he's like legitimized himself enough to be on the level of MJF and, or not MJF, uh, like Kenny and, um, and hangman and Danielson just because those are the guys who have been in the main event picture. Yeah. I just don't think he's at that level yet, but he's close. Um, and I'll say this. I have issues with it for a different reason, though I also am really excited for it. But I think that Punk is a great worker. Like, I think he's a really smart mind. Mm-hmm. But I think in ring, part of it's that he's a bit older. Part of it's just he's more of a psychological worker. I don't know if he's... The Hangman's a great storyteller, but he's also incredibly athletic. And I just don't know if he'll be able to have the quality of matches that Hangman's been having with Adam Cole and Danielson and Kenny in this title run. And I don't think it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be a great match. I just don't know if it's a match where you're going to watch that and be like, I'll be rewatching this next week. It was that good. Like, like Christian Cage is an older guy, but when he had that main event match at All Out with Kenny, like they absolutely tore it down. It was fine in my opinion I, like well even when they fought for the tna or the the tna impact titles, i thought that, that much was better that was a good match yeah um but like again the point is christian is older but he's still still able to work like that punk was uh, i think punk's last like actually really good match was his match against the undertaker at wrestlemania i think that punk's been great in AEW so far i just think that- I, I mean like his, like his best like main event like per, oh, that's just fair. professional wrestling match. Yeah, so I think I think it'll be a good match, and I think that Punk is great. I just don't like. I look at the match and I go, Danielson Hangman's better. Yeah. Kenny Hangman is better, and it's not the Hangman that's the lacking one here. He's thirty. He's one of the best people on the planet right now. So I don't. 
I don't know, but I, I think it'll be good. I'm not opposed to the mash, and I'm not opposed to the storyline. I just don't think that Punk's, soon. Punk's there yet, both physically and just in terms of how over he is and how yeah. established he is since his return. I also would have turned Punk heel for this. That's what I was going to say, I too. don't want them fighting for cheers. Because, because it looks like with what happened on Dynamite uh, this past Wednesday, they're trying to make Hangman the no, heel No, I, I think they were just giving him an edge. I don't think he's turning heel. Regardless, I think it would have made all the sense in the world to have Some Punk turn heel here. Yeah. Because I think that, like, he's still, even though he's kind of talked about the fact that, like, oh, you know, the hype of me being back is going away, it's still there. I think, yeah. I think it's still really there. But it's not to the point where he has to be a face right now. Yeah, I think I think he would really benefit from a heel turn at some point soon. Also, I think just ideologically, I am 100% pro Hangman. Also, he's my favorite wrestler, but ideologically, I think it looks really bad to go from having some established champions from WWE and Kenny, who's like an all-timer, then you put it on this homegrown guy to Hangman. He's 30, he went from a guy who... On the first couple shows, I was rooting against and didn't like him. To over the past couple years, he's become my favorite wrestler. It's like I really like the dude, and I think ideologically it looks bad to go. We're gonna have a forty-something guy from WWE beat our thirty-year-old homegrown champ. Yeah, I just think that's a bad look. And honestly, Punk doesn't need the title. Punk's no, a dude like no. he is. I'm not saying Hangman is ever. They're both superstars now. It's just Hangman with three to six more months on the belt that sets him up in a position where I think he could win the belt back several more times and be the first two time champ or whatever. But I think right now this predicament is like, if he drops the belt to punk after like nine months, like that's kind of, I don't want to say it would like ruin him, but it's going to, he's not going to seem as great if that happens. Yeah. So I'm I, very much pro hangman winning. Yeah. I, I definitely don't think punk. I mean, I think what he is, could win. He it, very much could win. I, I, here's, I think it's entirely possible for them to put the title on Punk, but I just don't, like you said, I don't, he doesn't need it because him and MJF, for, I think him, MJF and Cody, well, obviously he's not there anymore, were the three people that were like, like they're enough just who, with who they are. It would be cool if they had a world title, but it's not something. At some point, oh, well, absolutely, he will get it at some point. But I'm just, I'm just saying, like, he's one of those people where, like, he doesn't need to have a title on him just because he's such a character. And again, Hangman doesn't need it. Jericho didn't. Like, all the AW champs haven't needed it. It, We're not saying that they're not superstars because that belt is so prestigious because the four guys who have held it are all like uh, in my top ten of all time, personally. But also, again, I'm a big AW show, so I just, I think it's. Are you telling me that the Miz didn't deserve the WWE Championship? No, the Miz toy. Listen, like, there's. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yes, he did not deserve. But basically, I just. Yeah, I, I think ideologically, financially, because Hangman's pay per views is still done well, I also keep on Hangman. Also, speaking of MJF, I've seen this idea. To be fair, this is just some marks on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But there's been this idea that it will protect the Hangman if he loses to Punk, then if Punk drops the belt to MJF after like three months. And I'm trying to explain, that is like, well, I don't actually explain, I explain it in my head, because I don't like Twitter, but it's really, that hurts everyone. That hurts the title, because there's a really short title reign, and the idea of the world title is it's these six months to a year long reigns, and it's like, when you have this title, you're on top of the world. It hurts Punk because he 
drops another lost MJF after they kind of split it. I don't see a need to go back to that so soon. And it hurts the hangman because instead of losing to MGF where MGF can like one, the hangman can get six more months on his reign every year on the reign. Then MJF like will blow diamond ring. He like really screws the hangman. And then there's like a whole chase where maybe hangman gets it back. Maybe hangman doesn't. And he waits like two more years to win the world title again from someone else. There's options there, but I just think it would hurt everyone to have punk beat hangman and MJF quickly beat punk. And I, I don't see that doing a lot of good. I think the title loses prestige. I think everyone's a lot less over. And I would much rather see a situation where in six months, MJF beats the hangman, hangman chases, Fever wins it back, he doesn't win it back. And then maybe we move on to Darby as champ or Jungle Boy's champ. And it's kind of amongst these young guys. And then hangman can go back in like two, three years, be a bit older, a bit more grizzled, and be like, I'm getting back on top after he does what he's going to do with Kenny. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways to take it. But I would just say there's a very high possibility of Punk winning the title, and I am very against it. But I worry that there's enough people who are fans of Punk, and I'm a Punk fan, but they're just going to cheer for him no matter what. I'm going to cheer that. for him, but I don't want him to win. Yeah, that's fair. I guess, um, so we'll see where it goes with that. But I think another good point is recently the TNT title. They're clearly trying to get four reigns on Sammy just to spite Cody. Mm. And look at what's done to they, that title. They they absolutely, like, they buried Scorpio Sky. That title's ruined. They buried the title and they buried Scorpio Sky. They also because, buried Sammy because now he has two losses to Scorpio in quick succession. Yeah. Because they, made, worse they made it such a huge deal that, oh, Scar- Scorpio Sky's undefeated. Oh, my God, he's undefeated. And then he took the title off Sammy, which is like, oh, great. Now he's like, he's... He oh, went from an undefeated dude he, on Dark to like an undefeated dude on Dynamite. He, he became, he became like, as soon as he took that title off Tommy, or Tommy? That's not his name. <laughs> as soon as he, <laughs> as soon as he took the, the title off of Sammy, like, that, like, that instant he became a legit wrestler, or like a legit t- champion just because, like, he didn't suffer, he hasn't suffered a loss in and forever. And he beat Wardlow. I mean... Bear in mind, it was a screw job, but, but still, still yeah. yeah. And um, like that—that's a legit champion right there, and you could have him hold that title for like really long time. Now, I agree with the double turn. I'll say I like the double turn. I do too. I just don't think they needed to do it the way they did. Yes, I just don't think it needs to have been done in a title change. I also don't like face Dan Lambert. Yeah, that's weird. I think there, there's, there's a, there's some good ideas here, but it's just getting lost in the webs. Yeah, and again, like I think, I think they just they got too caught up in trying to spike Cody that they ended up burying the title. Ignore Cody, because like honestly, that title is worth so much more than Cody. Look at all the other dudes who've held it: Darby, Miro, Brody. Like all those dudes are like, and Sammy's first reign was awesome. All those dudes are so above Cody that like just forget about Cody. Yeah, you're making him more relevant, and we're talking about him when we usually wouldn't be because of it. Anyway, all zero of our listeners are have turned off the show now from yeah. so much wrestling. But well, beforehand we could you could check like what the timestamp is, and then just, I'm the like, mark timestamps, yeah. And then like just like edit in like if you don't want to hear about wrestling, skip to blah blah blah. Yeah, so I don't know. This has been a great return. We got a lot more stuff lined up in the future. But anything else you want to hit on this week? Um, was there anything else on the list, or was no? That we're, it? we're we've made it through. Oh, I think next sure. week we'll probably talk about the playoffs in the NBA. Sure. Um, we'll play some meat sauce madness. Yeah. Maybe we'll have what's up, Virgil? Pay I him mean, all that money. And yeah. then um oh, we're gonna watch Jesse and we'll review season one, episode <laughs> one. Um, yeah, so thank you 
all zero of you for tuning back into Josh's I don't know Ethan if we want to plug the, the Instagram or not. Oh, I'll put it in the bio of the episode. But okay. yeah, we got an Instagram. Follow it. Give us clout. Um, also, they have ratings on Spotify now. So give us a thumbs up, please. And thank you. Yeah. If For all zero of our listeners. Yeah. Zero thumbs up. And last time... We asked people to review us on Apple on and Apple people podcast. left comments saying we're racist. Our <laughs> friends, mind you, or ex-friends. So don't do that. If you're gonna yeah. leave a comment, make sure it's good. Yeah. Even if you don't like us, genuinely. Be stuff. like five stars. They are racist. Yeah. That well then that would make it seem like that we attract racist people. Oh, you're right. Be like I'm gonna I was gonna say some. They are impartial about to every single race. Five yeah. stars. Five stars. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, thank you for listening and we will see you next time.